From Columbia, South Carolina, this is SGTV News 4. I'm Ward Jollis. And I'm Spencer Buckler. USC has four new students in student government executive office after they were inaugurated yesterday. Student body president Izzy Rushton, along with VP Hannah White, Treasurer Caden Askew, and Speaker J.D. Jacobus took the oath over Zoom. And today, USC President Bob Caslin sent out an email announcing two town hall events that will be live streamed. There will be one Monday at 6 p.m. for students and families, and another the following day at 6 p.m. for faculty and staff. In the same email, Caslin said the university had established a COVID-19 emergency relief fund to help students that are facing financial hardship after USC canceled in-person classes for the remainder of the semester. Health officials reported 86 new cases of coronavirus in South Carolina today, bringing the total to 539. South Carolina Representative Joe Cunningham is just one of the new cases from the Palmetto State. Four more people have died. COVID-19 cases have now been reported in 39 of the state's 46 counties. According to a DHEC model, the state expects over 2,600 cases of the disease by April 2nd and over 8,000 by May 2nd. Governor Henry McMaster is still pushing back on multiple calls for a statewide shelter-in-place order after several cities across the state have issued their own orders. But let me say this, people are asking about drastic orders, shelter-in-place, distinguishing essential from non-essential businesses and all those sorts of things. We will do that if, we will do that if and only if it becomes necessary to take those steps. Columbia is the latest city to issue a shelter-in-place order after city council passed a stay-at-home ordinance on Thursday. Starting Saturday, Columbia residents will only be able to leave their homes for essential activities. In an opinion by State Attorney General Alan Wilson, however, he said that no city has authority under state law to enforce such an order. The United States now has more reported cases of COVID-19 than any other nation in the world, including China and Italy. The U.S. passed the 100,000 mark today after cases in New York and other hotspots across the country continue to jump. In response, President Trump signed a $2 trillion stimulus bill after it was passed by the House. The bill is the largest relief package in U.S. history and will provide aid to many Americans through direct payments and expanded unemployment insurance. Trump also invoked the Defense Production Act today. It orders General Motors to increase production of ventilators to treat coronavirus patients as worries of a ventilator shortage have grown more urgent every day. This all comes after over 3 million Americans have filed for unemployment benefits last week, a total higher than any other week in U.S. history. Almost 600,000 people have now been diagnosed with the novel coronavirus worldwide, and over 27,000 have died. Italy saw its worst death toll yet yesterday with nearly 1,000 deaths, despite hopes that the country had already reached its peak. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced on Friday that he has tested positive for the virus, making him the first major world leader to have done so. UK Health Secretary Matt Hancock has also tested positive for the disease. Meanwhile in France, Prime Minister Edouard Philippe announced today that he'll be extending the nation's stay-at-home order until at least April 15th to combat the disease's spread. In Paris, the Eiffel Tower's lights spelling out the word mercy, or thank you to the many health workers in France fighting the virus. The Dow fell 915 points, or 4% today, after steadily rising for the past three days. It's 73 degrees outside with clear skies. The high for tomorrow is 89 degrees, partly cloudy, with a low of 66. 
From Columbia, South Carolina, I'm Spencer Buckler. And I'm Ward Jollis. This is SGTV News 4.